0: Hey guys, so this episode is a part of a new series that I'm working on called What is Essential? In the wake of COVID-19, America is being held together by what we consider essential employees, those that must work and remain in operation during this time of need. In this series, I'll be interviewing those that are deemed essential, and this is one of those stories. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Cooler Conversations. I'm your host, Tyler Smiley, and today we are getting into the very last interview in the What is Essential podcast series. Today I am joined by police officer for the town of Elon, probably one of the more uppity of my What is Essential friends. This is Heath Talley. What's up, Heath?
1: What's going on, man?
0: I said uppity, and I don't even know why I said that, because you're pretty down to earth.
1: Well, I appreciate it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I do want to start say, saying congratulations by bringing a new life into this world.
1: Much appreciated. It's uh it's been a huge change, but you know, we're, we're very blessed to have him.
0: Keith and his wife Lauren, for all the audience who don't know them, brought in a bouncing baby boy, strong-willed young Tally into this world. Um how is getting kind of a sidetrack from the, what is essential? How is that experience with what's going on?
1: I mean, you know, aside from family not being allowed in the hospital in the uh, delivery room and whatnot, it's actually hadn't been that much of a difference. Um, you know, it was actually kind of nice just having me and Lauren in the delivery room and, you know, being able to do our own thing without having to share time and, and whatnot, but it's uh, you know, family still coming over to meet him and, and kind of going that route, but you know they're just taking a little bit more precaution
0: than they normally would. I imagine. I was I was interested to hear if there was like any changes as far as like what they were telling you. The baby can't be around a certain number of people, or if there was any social distancing for that.
1: Yeah, I mean they they always say you know do what you can, make sure everybody washes their hands, hands hand sanitizer anyway. But again, with a newborn, you're supposed to be doing that regardless. Um, yeah, and even without this, I would hope that people still wash their hands, but you know, that's on um, a different note. Um, but yeah, I mean, even in the hospital, if I wasn't in inside the room, I had to wear a mask um, just like everybody else there, but um, they just kind of warned us around everybody else that once we got out of the hospital, just to warn them about, you know, we were inside the hospital. So everybody needs to keep that in mind because that's where pretty much the main source of this stuff is.
0: Yeah, most so, definitely. And I would, We we all hope that everyone is washing their hands, but we all know at every restaurant, there's a reminder for those POS (laughs) employees that do not. Um, So I asked this question to everybody and I I just want to preface it. Um, This isn't meant to be uh, kind of a derogatory. It's more of like, how are you feeling in this? So do you feel essential?
1: I mean, honestly, no. Just because even with anything going on in the world, you know, we always still have to check on, we always still have to go to our calls and somebody's out there always calling 911 or wanted to talk with somebody with a badge on. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's nice in that aspect, knowing that, you know, I can't really be furloughed or, you know, fired because of some disease that's going around or anything like that. You know, it's there, somebody's always going to need us. Um, but, you know, I guess, that's about it, you know. It's it, it's yeah. just somebody's always going to need police. I mean, it is what it is.
0: That's very true. Do you so kind of getting a backstory into this? Um, how long you been an officer for?
1: About four years now.
0: Four years, and that is obviously Elon's your newer one. How long you were at uh, Greensboro for? What three or most of that?
1: Yeah, about three and a half. I uh, I got an Elon this January.
0: Okay. Um. So this is my question. This is really kind of like a, a whole backstory. What me knowing you, and this is for like the audience, you had an interest in the, uh, the coast guard. Um, you were a the lacrosse team. So there's obviously a leadership point there. Mm. Um, what brought you to wanting to be an officer?
1: Uh, to be honest, man, after, after I got hurt at basic, um, I still wanted to do something serving wise. um, you know i can't sit behind a desk i can't do a, a simple nine to five i have to have some kind of excitement some kind of unknown that's going to go on in my job um and you know at the time Greensboro was hiring in their academy and i was like you know what the heck might as well give it a shot and it just kind of panned out from there
0: do you have like family that's done this work before
1: not law enforcement um you know on both sides of my family we have military but that's you know they've done navy army things of that nature um But yeah, I'm the, I'm the only cop in the family.
0: Okay. So with that, are you, well, if you, this is like the first bit. um, Have you, has anything changed as far as the action? Because obviously you getting, you wanting to be in sort of action, hating the cubicle life as I do. And most sane people do. Um, Have you seen an uptick in um, action during this all thing? Because you mentioned that people are, Obviously, just calling you for what news, no what.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I would have stayed in Greensboro, I'm sure I still would have, you know, seen the occasional robberies and and things like that. But being in Elon, once they shut the university down, it was, you know, if you don't get a call from, you know, one of your neighbors about, you know, fishing in a pond or somebody illegally parking on a street, you know, it, it's really not much going on. But I mean, once the uh, when the students are in town, um, you know, they they couldn't take a hint for the, I guess the new law that was set in place for the more than 10 people kind of deal. So they would get citations for that. But, you know, once they left and went back up north, you know, it's, it's been pretty chill. Knock on wood, of course.
0: Well, yeah, obviously I'm waiting for this whole pandemic to just bring out the worst in people and bring in the rioting. Have you guys been prepped for any of that?
1: Uh, I mean, individually, you know, we all have different sets of training and, and, and whatnot. Um, I haven't been with the department long enough to, to know what, you know, their training standards are or anything like that, or what they've done in the past years. Um, but being in Greensboro, you know, we've, we've had plenty of riot training and, um, you know, you have like gas and o- OC and there's the dog, like I promised. Um, oh, there it is. and we're going to go on top. <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: this message is brought to you by Petsmart. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I mean even, I mean with all the stuff in Greensboro, we have plenty of stuff with gas and um OC and different riot stuff that would kind of help us out with situations like that. So I mean I, I come from Greensboro, everybody else came from Graham and other larger departments. So if something did happen, I'm sure that we could all band together and, and fix it.
0: Yeah. Hey guys, we're gonna take a brief break here for a word from our sponsors. What is your take on? Well, let me let me let me put a whole thing on this. Obviously, everyone is either hating the government and loving the government. It's hundred percent one way, hundred percent the other way. What is your what is your stance? um, professionally on the social distancing? I mean, you know, it's all part of the
1: kind of thing of what's going on. As long as nobody's being, you know, dumb about it, you know, don't have parties. Don't try not to buck up against the government because unfortunately I have a boss just like everybody else and I have a family that I need to provide for. So, I mean, I have to keep my job one way or the other. Um, yeah. Just like with most other laws, you know, I don't agree with a lot. Um, I, I do, however, have to enforce it if it comes down to it. Um, yeah. But I try to give everybody a little a little break. I'm like, you know, if if they're having a party, break it up. You know, just try to use your head, a little common sense here and there, and it'll it'll go a long way with me.
0: Yeah, I, I think a lot of people when you, especially when you get into like the mass media, they, they put either a huge negative spin on officers or there's a huge overwhelming support uh, for officers it's it's always a hundred percent one way right and it's I guess from my point of view they don't they take out of the effect that you guys are just normal people doing your job
1: yeah and I mean it's it's literally just a badge on our chest you know I, I bleed the same way the next person does you know I have a family at home I once the badge is off, I mean I, I come home and you know, we go on walks with my kid, we go you know, I take my dogs for a walk, you know, I'm I'm just like everybody else. But if people are hooked to the media and, and all the negative things that go around it, then, you know, it it turns into more than that. And it kind of sucks that it has to be that way, but again, that's that's the world we live in right now.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Have you so getting away from the COVID nineteen, corona virus, what's some uh I know a few of them, but do you have any for the audience, some crazy stories in regard to uh, your work?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not so much in in Elon, but I mean, Greensboro, it was, you know, weekly. Um, The last, I guess, crazy thing I was involved in, we had a uh, robbery at uh, Shooter Sports Bar and I can talk about it now because I'm fairly certain that it's out of court, but um, you know, we're right down the street. We see the suspect vehicle coming out and, Apparently it was, you know, somebody got robbed at gunpoint and you know, we instantly saw the suspect vehicle, started to chase it. Um ended up going um, you know, triple digit speeds and you know, the wrong lane down South Holden Road. Um God. Yeah, so that was that was fun. We actually got rode up for that. So uh I, you know, we'll continue on. <laughs> um but yeah, so we hit eighty five southbound and you know, tried pitting the car twice, ended up doing like a four hour man hunt in the woods. Um, so, I mean, one of the dudes, I think he ratted out. So if he's listening, you know, I appreciate it. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that his two buddies bailed out and he stayed in the car because this guy didn't stop the car. So he had no other choice. Um, but I mean, it was just, it was just one of those things that like, you know, it's fun. It's crazy to talk about and it's, I'm sure to somebody who doesn't have a badge, it's, it's you know, kind of insane to think about, but that kind of work going through the woods, complete darkness, trying to find somebody with who may or may not have a gun at the time. I don't know. It's just it kind of gets your heart racing. It's kind of fun.
0: So it's it's just ultimate manhunt, really. Yeah, pretty
1: much. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you ever just like touch them and go tag? You're it, dude.
1: <laughs> well after <laughs> after the handcuffs are on, of course.
0: <laughs> your turn to find me. Yeah, right. <laughs> um overall with the obviously you have these crazy stories have there have there been any that have like just touched your heart touched the heartstrings
1: um you know there's there's been a few um you know i'm I'm a real i I mean child cases and animal cases are the ones that really stick with me um so i mean not necessarily ones that you know i'm like oh this is a, a touching moment or anything like that but um one of the one, or actually two of the ones that stick with me are we actually had a dog um, get shot at self defense one night, and it ended up being that the dude was obviously lying about it. Um, it was hardly self defense, if that. I mean, the I won't go into all the details, but pretty much he shot the dog from sixty feet away, trying to claim that he was defending uh, his life and property. Um, but another one we actually had a uh, pedestrian um she was a four-year-old girl um she got hit on south south holden road at like 10 11 o'clock at night while her and her mom were trying to cross the road she obviously um passed away at the scene but uh, about a year later um we actually get a call It was a domestic call for the mom and dad of that little girl and it was the anniversary date and they were arguing about it and um, being the one that had to go out to that domestic and speak with them and kind of let them know, you know, I was that responding officer who was pretty much first there. Um, it kind of like hit me a little bit. Obviously, you don't you don't break down at the scene, but you think about it later on as as you're driving away from it. So,
0: yeah, I've always I, I think that would honestly be hard. It's it's almost a nonchalant thing that we see in like tv shows like oh i'm upset because the kid's dead or i'm upset because the dogs dead. that's got to be definitely amplified a thousandfold yeah in real life yeah
1: um but i mean you you learn how to deal with it you you find little coping mechanisms you know you can go to the gym you can run however you you deal with it you just don't you don't bring it home and you know you don't bring it to the next call so
0: yeah, yeah. So I think I remember you saying, kind of jumping back into the realm of the COVID. I think I remember you saying that you guys are being a little more, a um, little more protective of the calls. Like you guys are screening them more. They're, you, know, you guys aren't having to go out and like communicate with these people tenfold um, in person. So how has that changed you guys, you guys approach or are you guys still like training even harder with that or are you guys, you guys found yourself being a little more relaxed?
1: I mean, I guess in, tor- in terms of everyday calls, if, if it can be handled over the phone, we go ahead and do that. Um, you know, if it's something that we have to respond out with, obviously, you know, you deal with it, you lather up with, um, hand sanitizer when you get back in your car. And then obviously when you get back to the PD, you can go ahead and wash up. But, um, you know, and a lot of people keep asking me, they're like, well, I guess you don't stop as many cars or whatnot. I mean, if you need to be stopped, then you need to be stopped. Um, I'm not going to, you know, turn the other cheek just because, you know, this whole thing's going on. Um, I still have a job to do, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Um, But also I'm not going to be an idiot and start touching everything and, you know, rubbing on cars and whatnot.
0: So if I get pulled over and just start coughing, what would that happen?
1: I'm probably going to stand back and have you read off your license number to me.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. I was, I was hoping it'd be something along the lines of like Tommy boy, where he just yells bees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I mean, it, it may be for other officers. I can't, I can't speak for everybody else.
0: Yeah, there's got to be, I, there's got to be like at least one of you guys, who, one of the officers who's a germaphobe, and I could just like...
1: <laughs> oh, I'm, I wholeheartedly believe there is. I won't, I won't say their names, though.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So there's definitely targets out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, So with uh, obviously a little more free time in general with all this, have you found yourself we've been hitting the gym harder, uh, physical training. Is that better? Or is this like a time for, um, like optical training where like they're getting you on certain gun training or certain hand (laughs) combat training? So before Henry Henry
1: was born, um, you know, I, I trained all the time. I went running all the time. Now it's, it's maybe three or four times a week. Um, we have our yearly kind of in-service training for firearms and things of that nature. Um, so pretty much, if you don't train yourself um, every other day of the week, then you just fall on out one day a year, um, which isn't really enough. But you know, with all this stuff going on, you don't you don't see as many calls, you don't stop as many cars or anything like that. So your time is really your own of what you want to do. Um, you just while you're on shift, you have to be productive. While you're off shift, I would highly recommend not you know eating all your quarantine snacks um yeah, you know it's, it's just one of those things cops, cops you know they get they get stuck in that little thing if you're not working out you know the, one snack leads to 10 and it's it's just a slippery slope man
0: i think I, I think it's a joke but i think a lot of people don't realize that you know that donut mythology around being a cop like that's a real thing especially if you're sitting a lot and you're not staying active yeah
1: it's if you're sitting in a patrol car, especially in Elon, you know, you may get one or two calls a week, um, depends on how it kind of goes. But if you're not a proactive dude, um, you're sitting in that car for 10, 12 hours and snacks start to look pretty good. And then they, they, they tend to pile on under the belt. So, Ooh. yeah, <laughs>
0: that's just ex- that's just extra padding that the officers don't have. To oh, carry. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just bounce right back.
0: Thing, um do you have anything for kind of like a closeout? Do you have anything that you want people to practice or know? Like, is there any any calls that you don't want people to be calling the police for? And I, I could honestly probably name off like seven (laughs) right now, but do you have anything that you're just like, stop calling the police?
1: Um, you know, there are, but I can wholeheartedly guarantee that if they hear this, they're going to know I'm talking about them because Elon is not that big. Um, But, you know, it's just one of those things that as long as we all use common sense, you don't don't gather. I I mean, I get people don't they don't want to follow this whole stay at home order. they don't want to do the social distancing, whatever. You know, I don't like it as much as the next person, but it's here. It's real. It's one of those things that we have to deal with for right now. Um, So, you know, as long as people mind their P's and Q's, you know, I'm good with it. Don't. Don't call me on stupid stuff unless it's an actual crime that needs to be reported. You know, I'll I'll do what I need to do, especially in the small town Elon. But yeah, you know, we just kind of have to start working together because it's kind of getting a little ridiculous.
0: Well, because you can't say anything, I'm going to say something. Stop calling the police on and narking on your neighbors for going outside.
1: I like it. Yep. yep.
0: That is a crazy thing that's going on in my parents' neighborhood right now.
1: Well. Luckily that hadn't really come over to Elon yet. We have other things, but, you know, I'll, uh, I'll let Burlington PD handle that one.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: we don't need that.
0: All right. Well, um, thank you for, uh, doing this interview, Heath. Like I said, this, uh, you get to cap off the series. I like it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, thank you for everything you're doing again. Congratulations on the, oh, I just got an alarm. Thank you. <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on getting, uh, your son home and safe and you and Lauren are being the greatest parents that you guys can be. So thank you guys for that. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Um, yeah. So guys, we gonna close this out. This is the last, what is essential podcast. Uh, we're going to do more series after this, but this is the last one of this series. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments, wherever you see it, how you liked it. Be sure to rank the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. It does me kudos for the show. So thank you guys for listening. I will catch you on the next one. Later. Yay.